Welcome to My Life is a Saturday, the podcast that helps you live your best life by embracing a Saturday mindset. I'm your host, Melissa Jansen, and each week I'll be sharing my experiences and interviewing guests who have learned how to make the most out of every day. From tips on how to develop a positive mindset to ideas for living a more fulfilling life, we'll cover it all. So get ready to let go of your worries, embrace your passions, and live life to the fullest. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Holy shit, hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the My Life is a Saturday podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we are going to be talking all about taking up space. Before we dive into that, though, I wanted to let you know that it is fucking hot here where I live, and one of my dogs chewed up the cord to my AC unit. So instead of having two AC units, one in my office, one in the living room, we now only have one in the living room. So some background noise that you may hear is the fan that I have blowing to keep me cool. And I'm also wearing my swimsuit. I have a hyperlapse going that I'll post when this episode drops so you can see kind of how ridiculous I look while I'm making this content for you. But I am so excited. I adjusted the mic volume, so this the audio may be a little bit different, but For today's episode, we're talking about taking up space. Now, when I was getting ready and and prepping a topic for today, I wasn't really sure what to talk about. And then I thought, you know, this podcast, we're building a community and I don't want you to feel like I'm at the destination already because I'm not creating a life that feels like a Saturday is a constant evolution and a constant practice. But I am probably a few steps ahead. And Even here, where I'm at, standing in my journey, I am having some issues with taking up space. So I thought just as much as I need a pep talk on this subject, you may need one too. To start, we need to lay the boundary out crisp and clear that we are born with an innate ability to take up space and have the right to do so. But we may not feel capable of doing so. And there may be several reasons why. Perhaps you grew up in a home where you were frequently shut down, or maybe you were deemed too loud or too needy. When we take up space in the world, we occupy a physical and psychological territory. And many people, including myself, feel that they're not worthy to take up space or need to minimize their presence. Regardless of the reason why somebody feels an inability to take up space, not feeling like you can take up space, feeling like you can't take up space can hold you back in your life significantly. Taking up space is a sign of healthy strength and confidence. It allows you to be seen and heard and manifest your gift in the world. For a lot of us women, we were taught to shrink ourselves, to make ourselves smaller, not only physically, but mentally and in the way that we communicate and interact with others. And before we unlearn the habit of withholding our opinions, ideas, and thoughts, we need to understand where we fall in the realm of being afraid to take up space. So we're going to do that with some questions. I'm going to ask you some questions and Answer to yourself honestly, yes or no to each of these. And after I ask you the questions, I'll let you know where I fall on the scale. 
Do you feel anxious when there's silence in the room? Do you avoid talking about yourself by focusing on others? Do you feel guilty and selfish when discussing your problems? Can you show anger or sadness? Can you say no to others without feeling too guilty? Do you fill your life with work, social obligations, and activities? Do you question your identity and feelings and likes and dislikes? Do you apologize when you're not wrong? Do you feel disconnected to your emotions? Do you ignore stress until you're completely burnt out? Do you think therapy or counseling is useless because talking about yourself does not have any value? Do you always feel the need to be productive? Do you find it challenging to promote yourself in situations where it's appropriate, like a job interview? Do you find making time for free play difficult? If you answered yes to, let's say, three or more of these questions, then I would say 100% yes, you have difficulty taking up space. For me, I answered yes to the majority of these questions. Some of them, a prior version of me is shouting, hell yes, 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 yes. And the version of me that's sitting here and recording this podcast with you is saying yes to quite a few of these. Especially, and I've talked to a, a girlfriend about this recently, the ability, the comfortability to show anger is one that I feel I really get stuck on. So now that we understand you have a gauge on where you fall on your ability to take up space, let's talk about some of the reasons why you may have difficulty taking up space. First, narcissistic parents. Children of narcissistic parents may find difficulty taking up space, addressing their own needs and desires because they were never the focus of their parents' attention while growing up. Each time that they'd express a need, they were punished. And as adults, they feel compelled to cater to others constantly. Another reason may be from emotionally unstable parents. When a parent is emotionally volatile, they inevitably consume all the emotional space in the house. They constantly have dramatic ups and downs. There's intense conflict and drama that demand attention, leaving no room for their child. If your parents were emotionally volatile, violent, or abusive, your nervous system is on high alert. And growing up in an environment like that, you may not know how to behave in a relational space that's not structured. If you're with someone who cannot read or who does not appear to tell you what to do, you may experience extreme anxiety. Another reason may be parentification. Some parents don't abuse their children, but they are so emotionally fragile that they rely on their children for support. These parents are said to have parentified their children. Your parent may view you as a counselor, mediator, or friend. If you were raised by a vulnerable and needy parent, then you may have subconsciously internalized the belief that you are not lovable for who you are, but rather for what you can do for others. And so as an adult, you may feel constant that you have to constantly do something to avoid rejection and abandonment by the world. And this may mean that you find it challenging to sit in silence. And if there's no structure or direction, you feel lost and you're not sure how to be helpful. 
The next is emotionally absent parents. If you had a parent that ignored or neglected you, you would have received the message that you were unimportant and unworthy of a place in the world. You may have also rationalized that your parents' neglectful behavior by assuming it's your fault. These beliefs can significantly impair your ability to take up space and be confident and assertive. Now, before we move on to the next one, I do want to say that a lot of these stem from the way that you were raised and the way that your parents interacted with you. And a lot of the time, it's to no fault of their own. Something that I've come to terms with as I've gotten older is the reality that my parents are just human. They're just on this spinning rock in the middle of nothing and everything all at once, trying to figure out how the fuck to raise another human, when a lot of times they're so broken themselves. And if you can relate to any of these reasons that I've mentioned this far, it doesn't mean that you had bad parents. And it doesn't mean that they are innately bad humans. It just means that they fell short in some areas and that the after effects, the side effects of that shortcoming is this inability to take up space for you. Now, if you are part of the Magic Makers Club um, and you listen to the very first bonus episode, we talk about healing your inner child. And that's what a lot of this work is going to be, learning how to take up space is really giving comfort and safety and healing your inner child wounds. And now the last reason that you may be unable to take up space is from gifted trauma. Gifted trauma is just another type of injury that can cause somebody to lose their capacity to take up space. And it frequently occurs among children with exceptional intelligence, intuition, and intensity. Your parents may have silenced you to protect you or your siblings because they felt threatened. And as a result, whenever you speak up, you experience uneasy feelings that something is wrong or hear an inner voice saying you should not outshine others. You've been conditioned to believe that taking up space will result in others labeling you as arrogant or showing off. And consequently, you limit your most profound potential and experience unconscious sabotage, self-abandonment, existential anxiety, and creative blocks. Now, I'm, my innerness is saying holy fuck yes to a lot of what has been spoken so far. I'm really starting to see where my inability to take up space comes from, and I hope that you are too. Now that we understand the reasons that we find it difficult to take up space, I think it's important to start a conversation around where do we even begin to take up space? When we've spent all this time since childhood being conditioned and acting out these anxieties around having our voice be heard, being seen, and taking up that space. Some people believe that taking up space is like selfish, that it's, uh, but in reality, it's a sign of healthy strength and self-assurance. It enables you to be accepted by others and share your gift with the world by being you. And by taking up space, you're telling others, I am here and I should not be ignored, which 
honestly can be a little intimidating, especially if you've spent all this time since childhood um, with the idea that you are not allowed to take up space. But I like to go back to this quote that I once heard from Shonda Rhimes. She's a television and entertainment uh, personality. She's written a really great book. Let me think of what it's called. The Year of Yes. She taught, she wrote the book of year, The Year of Yes. And she also has written and starred in Grey's Anatomy and Bridgerton. So I'm sure that you're familiar with her. If you can't picture her in your mind, I would Google her. But she has this great quote. She once said that plenty of people will decide that you can't do something. Plenty of people will decide that this room is not for you to be in. Your only job is for you to decide that every room you are in is a room that you belong in and remain there. She says, I think it's the most important thing to feel like you belong in every room you are in. And when we think about our goals and aspirations, where it is that we want to take our lives, how it is that we want to show up and create a life that feels like a Saturday. This principle of knowing that the room you're in is a room that you belong in and to stay there and to not let fear, doubt, shame, guilt, judgment move you out of that room or the social conditioning that you are not allowed to take up space, move you out of that room is crucial. It is vital to you achieving that dream that you have on your heart, that aspiration, that idea of a perfect Saturday. If you spend the rest of your days here removing yourself from rooms because of this conditioning, then my friend, you're not going to get where it is that you want to go. But have no fear. We're going to talk about where you begin to take up space and I'm going to give you a few simple steps to start implementing today to make that happen. First, try not to view taking up space as an act of, act of egotism. Consider that your expression is a contribution. When you speak up, when you express your ideas, your likes, your dislikes, and provide opportunities for others to do the same, even if only one person benefits from what you have to say, it's a worthwhile share. It is worthwhile to put your voice out there. You're not here by mistake. The things that you have on your heart to say are yours to say for a reason. Because the way that you say them, the way that you bring them across, the way that you present that idea is going to connect with somebody. There are 7 billion people on this spinning rock. There are multiple people that want to hear your story, want to hear your idea, and are going to connect so deeply with it because you are you. Now, being authentic requires your words to like actively, ah, ah, man, words are hard today. Being authentically you requires that your words accurately reflect who you are and not who you believe that you should be. It requires Letting go of concerns about how other people perceive you, which can be unsettling. It can be unnerving. But when you realize that you can never, ever control how people perceive you, it may be the permission slip that you're looking for to follow your heart and express yourself regardless. I know that 
other people's opinions of me have really held me back a lot in my life. And in my early to mid-20s, I heard this quote that I've kept with me and I've used a few times on people, but the quote is, other people's opinions of you are none of your business. And repeating that to myself over and over and over gave me the confidence to just be myself. Literally, what people think of me is not my business. It has absolutely nothing to do with me and my journey. And I think a lot of us are afraid of being shamed or judged based on being our true self. And I do not want to discount the fact that there are many situations, especially in this country, where being yourself fully and expressing yourself fully is not safe. I don't want to discount that. But in the conversation that we're having right now about taking up space and about you going after your dreams and living out your ultimate reality, I want you to know that you are safe to express your opinions and you are safe to live in a way that aligns with you. Following your heart and expressing yourself is the richness of this human experience. And I urge you to find some sort of comfortability within that journey. You know how I always tell you that you are worthy just because you are you. As you learn to take up space, you will become more comfortable with that. And you will understand that regardless of what you can do or achieve, you are worthy of being here, being present, and being heard. And once you have this strong foundation, you recognize your intrinsic value, you can learn to accept love from others. A lot of these skills that we've been talking about over the course of the podcast to help you create a Saturday lifestyle are all, they're not only skills that are going to help you in that one thing, that one goal. There's life skills that are going to flood the rest of your life when you learn how to take up space and be authentically and uniquely you, you also allow yourself to be loved by others without a facade. And that is truly something special. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit. It can be very challenging to unlearn what you've been taught about your presence and your potential from childhood. It's years and years, decades and decades of unlearning that needs to be done, but with time and with effort, it is possible for you to find your voice and assert yourself. Now, before we wrap up, I want to give you like a little bit of homework because I feel like this is kind of a lot to digest this week, but I want to give you some homework, some activities that you can do to practice taking up space. The first being physical practice. Have you ever heard of power posing? (laughs) I had a girlfriend in college who she was having a difficult time in math class. And so her and I practiced power posing in the bathroom before her math tests. And the results of power posing versus not power posing were astronomically positive. And so I want you to practice power posing. 
sometime this week when you're feeling like confined or restricted or like you don't want to take up space, practice a power pose. My very favorite is Superwoman. Stand with your feet hips hip width apart, your fists on your hips, your shoulders back, and stand that way. Count to 30 in your mind. And it may feel ridiculous. Like if you want to hide in a bathroom stall and do it, feel free. But power pose. Do that and then proceed with doing the thing that you were feeling confined or restricted towards. And let me know how that makes you feel. These power poses are so powerful. (laughs) I was trying to think of a different word. Um, They have a powerful impact on your brain. And how you physically take up space can affect how you feel. And it's worth noticing. So that's your first homework for this week. Secondly, you're going to practice taking up space with your words. You deserve to have your voice heard. This exercise is going to be simple. In the morning when you brush your teeth, you're going to set the mood for the day by taking up physical space first. Do your power pose. And then while you're brushing your teeth, you're going to say affirmations in the mirror to yourself. You can go with big, grandiose affirmations or something simple that you feel is deeply true and authentic to you. And you're going to do that at least one day this week. And then you're also going to take up space with your voice in other ways. Perhaps you're going to a meeting, you have a meeting at work. You're going to actually sit at a seat at the table and challenge yourself to speak up when you have a thought that's relevant to the conversation. And not just let the idea go through your mind and poof into thin air. It can feel intimidating, but... As you practice it, you're going to notice that everyone else speaking in the room is allowing themselves to take up space and you deserve to do the same. The same thing can be applied to using social media. Try asserting yourself when you feel comfortable and share the ideas that you have and don't be afraid of judgment of other people. Girl, I share some ridiculous and shady shit on the internet. And I used to be really afraid of showing up authentically and as myself. And I would re, I would make a a video of me talking to my Instagram story and I would redo it 47 times until I felt like it was perfect. And then I just wasted an hour and a half of my life to say this one simple thing that I wanted to say. Now I give myself two takes So occasionally something I fuck shit up and (laughs) I have to like re-record. So I give myself two opportunities and then it goes up. Start practicing showing up authentically online if that feels right for you. And watch how many people connect with your true self, like with your truth, when you share that unapologetically. I want you to just to start with these two things, the power pose and affirmations in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and then speaking, using your voice authentically in either a meeting at work or a conversation with a friend or in your online presence. And then report back to me. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. It's it's dot Melissa Jansen or 
at my life is a Saturday and let me know how it goes for you. You deserve to take up so much space in the world. What you have to offer, the things that you have to say and share are yours for a reason because you are the only person who's going to be able to communicate that to the person that needs to hear it. And I am so proud of you and your bravery for even considering going on this journey. And I know that when you set aside guilt, shame, and judgment, and you take the time and effort it is to practice taking up space, the benefits are going to be so incredible for you and for your life. And girl, I'm just so damn proud of you. Thank you for allowing me to take you on this journey. Thank you for allowing me the space to be vulnerable with you and candid as we try to figure out what the fuck life is and what we're supposed to be doing on the spinning rock. I absolutely love you. I adore you. And until next time, bye. Thanks for tuning in to My Life is a Saturday. I hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling inspired to live your best life. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Life is a Saturday for more fun and inspiration. Remember, life is short, so let's make the most out of every day.